gets into the film room and she sits down. She's like, <laughs> sorry, girl. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm Maddie. I'm Z. I'm Johnny. It, 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 girls. Maddie Perez went into Johnny Teeler. I'm a lit girl. Podcast with a couple it girls. Yes, girl. I'm a lit girl. Podcast with a couple it Hey y'all, that's Brez and I'm Z and welcome to the It Girls podcast where we are bringing you the stories of winning women. So we've had the privilege of winning four SEC championships and a national championship, but along the way we've also learned that every winner has a story outside of their sport. And so with that, we have our second ever It Girl and her name is Anna Camden. Anna, welcome. What's up y'all? Thanks for having me. Of course. Anna's got the y'all already, Z. I kind of like that. You're not even from the South. (laughs) (laughs) I actually... I've always said y'all. I don't know why. I always. I don't feel like it's that much of a southern thing. I think it's like pretty universal until I got Brez, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think it should be universal. It's. It's. Someone said this to me the other day. It's a lot more efficient. Like just saying y'all yeah. than you guys or y'all. And it's uh-huh. kind of sexist to constantly be like you guys. You guys. Uh-huh. So y'all it is. But anyways, sorry. What were you saying? I was saying if you said like you women, it just sounds like aggressive and like you're right. Is it's chill. So I feel like y'all exactly. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's a compromise. It's a compromise. Well, anyways, everybody, Anna is a senior on the women's basketball team at Penn State. And she's from Penn State. She's a hometown hero. Uh, or not Penn State, from Pennsylvania. So, Anna, just because our audience doesn't know, or maybe they don't all follow you on TikTok, maybe some of them do, but tell us about yourself. Tell us where you're from, about your family. Give us the elevator pitch. Yeah, okay. So my name is Anna Camden. I'm from downtown Pennsylvania, which is about 40 minutes outside of the city of Philadelphia. So I typically just say I'm Philadelphia because everyone knows who that is. Yeah. Uh, I was raised in a super sports-oriented family. I have two older sisters and two younger brothers. And then my mom and my dad. My mom played basketball in college. My dad was a Marine. Both my older sisters played college across and both my younger brothers played college basketball as well. So it was like always about sports and competition. I just kind of grew up around that. Obviously, I came to Penn State when I was a freshman. I've been here for all four years majoring in broadcast journalism, minoring in sports studies. And there's my elevator pitch. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was, that was good. That was under a minute. That was, that was great. a minute for sure. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so you're one of five. Oh, go ahead, Brez. Yeah. No, sorry, Z. I was just going to say you're one of five. That is so cool. Yeah. Um, one of my brothers is from actually Nigeria, and he didn't come into our family until I was a freshman in college, like going into my college year. So I grew up one of four, but um, our family grew up recently so or i guess four years isn't recently but it still feels recently yeah <laughs> sure. yeah what a blessing wow that was so fun yeah. yeah it was a big blessing big change and he also plays you said he plays lacrosse or football uh basketball yeah basketball. so sam is sam and my so sam is the one from nigeria john is my blood brother they're the same age um so john is at virginia tech playing basketball and sam is at fgc playing basketball wow oh my gosh okay and then you have two older sisters too yeah, so Meg played lacrosse. She already they both graduated, but Meg played lacrosse at Ohio State. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Heather played lacrosse at Drexel University. It's like so oh, cool. corn for me to hear people playing lacrosse. Like I'm from Texas, and that just is not a thing we do down here. And that's so interesting to me. Like it's crazy. Yeah, lacrosse is very popular, like especially in real. Yeah, yeah. I was in New York City this past summer. I lived there. Um, 
I lived in Manhattan this past summer and I had no idea how big of a deal lacrosse was until I got out to the East Coast. It really is. I played my whole life. You did? When did you stop? Um, I stopped my, I didn't play my junior year of high school because I was like a super important recruiting year for basketball and I didn't want to get hurt or anything. And then I mm-hmm. picked it back up for my senior year of high school for like some of the season. I don't know. But like I played most of my, most of my life. I just definitely loved basketball more. Yeah. That's awesome. I know, Z, we always talk about like how important it is to be a multi-sport athlete and how rare it is too for Division One athlete, like Div- Division One athletes to play two sports in high school. Yeah. I played two sports in high school. Z played two sports in high school and you did too. Like there's, there's a lot to be said for that. And, you know, like just simple things like certain movements you can do in the weight room that other teammates can't just because you were able to like work those skills in other sports. I don't know. I think that that's not something that we should lose, you know? No, I totally agree. What were your guys' other sports? I ran track for forever. I honestly thought I would probably go to school to run track until I started playing volleyball, and volleyball is more fun, so... <laughs> Got it. <laughs> uh, she's she's undermining herself, and she won nationals on the 400 in, like, what, your freshman year in high school? She was, like, the I'm... fastest runner in the country, and she just was like, yeah, no, I, was, I ran track. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't even respond for that. <laughs> so geeked. And I played softball. So not even close, but um, that's cool. Did you do anything else besides lacrosse? Um, once I got to high school, no. In middle school, I ran cross country, but that was really just to keep myself in shape heading into basketball season. And then, of course, when we're younger, we all try everything. Like I did like soccer, field hockey, like flag football, like everything when I was a kid. The one thing I never like played well in middle school, I- Oh god! Softball. I ran cross country in middle school, and and I think I w- have never hated anything more. <laughs> like the I I was I ran one meet, and I was, I'm I'm good. I think I'm gonna quit this, and I'm not a quitter, but that that was not for me. That's so funny. Anna, you're majoring in broadcast journalism, and so I kind of wonder with the way your TikTok following is and how big you are on Instagram, how is that kind of going to set you up for your career? And I also don't know what you want to do in sports studies, but it seems like it's a great gateway for you. Yeah, no, 100. I think. Social media can be an amazing tool if used correctly. Um, and that's definitely mm. something that I am trying to do with with my socials. So my dream job would just be working in the sports broadcasting industry, like whether that's ESPN or hosting like game talk shows or NBA Today, like anything like that um, would just be like a dream for me. And I all like I always like joke around with people. I'll be like, you'll see me on ESPN one day <laughs> or something. Um, just manifesting it, you know? Yeah. Well, and social media, I think it can create a lot, of, a lot of opportunities and make connections for you. And an example of that would be like you guys are—I don't know if you guys know Richard Jefferson. He's retired NBA player, but now he's on ESPN and he like is on TikTok and it, like he gets made fun of. Like it's like a joke, like by ESPN, like that this is their like talking employee. But a couple months ago, he put up a video that was like stitch this with your hot take for the season. And I saw the video and I stitched that video with like a hot take, which was. Which is that the Sixers were going to win the finals, but let's not look at a girl. Keyword, hot take. Anyway, <laughs> that TikTok got posted, like they put it on TV on NBA Today that day. And so like that was like my ESP premiere, if you will. And kind of fame. Yeah. Yeah. And so and then Malika Andrews, who is like my queen, like yeah. reposted the video and like tagged me in it and then he followed me on tiktok like i got like all of this like amazing like 
And it, it's not like they were going to remember who I am for months or whatever. But in that moment, it was like a little bit of recognition, putting the name Anna Camden in their mind, like showing that I am invested on the platform, like things like that, I think are so underestimated in how social media can help build connections and build your like a gateway to your career path. Yeah. Networking queen right there. Bresno's little thing about networking. That is so cool, though. Like my head would have been way too big if that happened to me. My head would have been way. Look at Andrews big. posting me on her TikTok. Yeah, I, you couldn't tell me anything for the rest of the week. <laughs> yeah, Z, you gotta tell Anna. Like you guys, I feel like are two peas in a pod in this right now, and she doesn't even know. Yeah, yeah. I'm also a broadcast journalism major, and literally every goal you just mentioned is every goal that I've ever thought about in my life. That's amazing. So I'm like geeking right now. This is awesome. That's so cool. I love it. I think it would almost be obviously I would have serious FOMO and I'd be really jealous. But why don't you guys host a Andrea Carter or Alyssa Lang show someday? <laughs> I'm down if you are. <laughs> Anna, Anna, and the Anna and Johnny. <laughs> Anna and Johnny. I kind of like that. We should tell Andrea that. Do you know you know who Andrea is? Anna, the woman's <laughs> you would the she's the woman's basketball analyst. She's really young. She's probably what Z like 25. Oh wait, I think I did. Yeah, you know what? Like my kryptonite in the industry is going to be names. I am so bad with names. Like names are names of like people I should know or the athletes I'm reporting on. Like I am so bad with names. I think it's literally going to be like what causes me to fail in life. All the bad. Oh god, it's your vice. It's your permanent vice. No, it that it, that is so true. And like people care so much about their name too. Z and I talk about this all the time. But it is so hard. It is real, really hard. When yeah. we do like scouting reports here at school, we have like um, like sheets that we get before games and has their picture, their name, their number. And then once yeah. we get on the court to like start doing it, they go by number. And I'm like, I don't know numbers. I can only do faces. Like show me a face. I can do it. The number yeah. situation doesn't work for me. Yeah. No, I totally feel you. We do the same. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. Uh, Maria Taylor came to speak to us. Like when was that? August, right, Z? Yeah, she like went to Georgia and she was always knew a bunch of people from Kentucky. So she came and spoke to the whole athletic department. But did you know she played volleyball and basketball in college? I at Georgia. I didn't know the basketball part. That's sick. Right? Am I wrong? I'm right about that. I'm right? thing both. She's not saying sick. I, I feel like no one talks about the basketball part. Yeah. Interesting. That's I just yes. can't she's a queen. I cannot fathom playing two sports at yeah an sec school or a big like at power five school 100 that's a that's a commitment <laughs> uh yeah no doubt um speaking of commitment tell us about first of all i love both of these names courtside with camden and then uh camp camden like those are way too easy plays on words like you you really like that with your last name <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious i definitely did yeah i mean okay i'll start with courtside with camden courtside with camden i started my end of my sophomore year um i just love like since i was a little girl i've loved interviewing people and just talking to people and like learning stories about them and anything in between and uh of course i was cam just kind of came with me randomly actually i had covid and i was quarantined <laughs> yeah <laughs> like this could be really cool and so i started it and then it, i know you guys were talking about the technical annoyances of you know zoom and podcasting and everything and that was like so annoying in the beginning so it took me a long time to kind of like figure out all that stuff because i am a creative person i am not a technical person so i got that going and then eventually got that on apple music and spotify not spotify yeah 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 spotify and all that and then um 
this past summer and fall, I decided to kind of, what's the word? Just put a pause on it. I still adore it. And it's like my little baby that I'm saving for one day. Yeah. Up, ton of ideas for it. But I think it's my senior year playing basketball. And I just felt like I really needed to just dedicate all my time to my team and my coaches. And I didn't want there to be any question in the world that my di- my te- attention was diverted because I know that that could be a mm. kind of criticism yeah. with NEL and everything going on these days. Sure. So yeah, I'm not currently working on Quartet, but it's definitely still in my back pocket and it will make a return Monday. And then Camp Cam did what... Wait, Anna, before you continue, I think that that's like something that people need to talk about more too because the whole like being distracted from basketball because you are like pursuing a passion is like something that I think needs to more attention to be towards because like that is so cool. That's your passion. That's something you love to do. And like the fact that people looking up on you is like thinking maybe that your attention's not on basketball or your priorities on straight. That's like, that's frustrating. And especially as like females where, you know, we don't, well, I guess you could go to the WNBA, but like we don't have the opportunity to make millions and millions of dollars. Like that could be your opportunity, you know? So I don't know. And I think it's also like one of those things that, like three years ago, if your attention was on, or not that your attention was on your podcast, but because now you're able to get paid for it, that now it's a distraction thing. And so I, I don't know. I, it's interesting that this whole landscape has kind of changed that way now. A hundred percent. And like social media is something that I've done since I was the end of my freshman year, which I did never even ask for or plan for, but it kind of just happened for me on TikTok. And exactly like you said, no one was questioning my distractions then at all. People actually loved it. And like right. now... I mean, it's not like I get a crazy amount of criticism, but you see it across the country and, you know, coaches or like, reporter one can make a side comment here and there like, oh, like you're not focused or where's your attention, whatever. And it's definitely frustrating because I, I, I don't understand how those can be connected or like, I don't think they, I think they can both be like, I think you can care about your career, right. lots of media or podcasts or whatever it is and care about your sport. So for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then like Camp Camden, yeah piece um it's kind of funny like i run a camp at home it's called uh train like champion which is just so so funny my mom made it up and like i know z did a camp too in houston a few weeks ago and it's so funny like i'm from a really small town i think kind of similar to what you are and so every time i'm like in the grocery store people will come up to me like hey i saw your camp on facebook like how was it or like why do you care like that's so cute that they care and that you know they they like wish that it went well and it to me it's just like running a camp is so easy like it's fun it's a one-day thing and like the girls freaking love it but it's cool how the community can kind of eat that up but anyways tell us about uh camp camden yeah well first of all that's so sick i love i like love hearing stories about like other people doing camps or anything with it but yeah camp camden was oh my gosh that was probably one of my favorite experiences of, of my life thus far i think for two reasons number one just like, I had no idea who was actually, like, if we, anyone was going to sign up. Like, I had no idea. And I know that I have this, like, following, but, like, that's through a phone. And, and you know, sometimes it doesn't feel really real to me or, or I don't understand why people are following me. It's not like I've been this, like, crazy successful college basketball player. My team hasn't been crazy successful. So I, I, I do question that sometimes. Uh, but we had a full gym we had 50 girls or something sign up and we made it super affordable um and 100 percent of the proceeds raised were donated to a charity a local charity in state college which was really important to me that's kind of like the majority of my inspiration was to to donate and raise money and give back to the community you're unreal 
That's so cool. That's oh, so insane. Yeah. So good. Not to make your head big right now, but yeah, but it should be. That is insane. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I honestly like that's just that's just my faith. So I I can't really take much credit for it. I feel like God kind of put it on my heart to create something, and then all of a sudden it was really like a last minute idea too. Like the fact that it put it together in a month, and I was like, I told the people that helped me, um, my the Limitless Agency in State College, I was like, this needs to happen before the season starts, and it needs to happen not on a football weekend. And that gave us literally right. like one day out of the whole year, and it it somehow came together and it worked. Yeah. Um, thank God. That's that's him. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, just, to, I don't know, I think just looking around that gym, seeing uh, like 50 girls were in Camp Camden and we had girls from that drove from Virginia for a for camp one day. Like it was, it was just so, so surreal and something I'm so incredibly grateful for. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That so cool. That's so cool. I, I was at church this morning and they actually, the whole message was about giving and I've been praying about that a lot lately. So Z always says this, but Z always says that um, God speaks through people and like it's exactly what I needed to hear about how you should give and then save and live versus like a lot of people save and live and then they give. But what a great example of of giving. I love that. Give and then save. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like one of the best parts about NIL, especially for us. And we talk about this all the time, but like the opportunity to be able to host camps like that and to give back to our communities just like you want to, like that's really where it becomes impactful for not only us, but everyone that we're surrounded by. So. That's awesome. Thank you. I definitely want to get more into the giving back space. Like, yeah. I feel like I can mm. sometimes how e- easily with, like, these athletic platforms, we can actually raise money. Right. Wait, with that, so you obviously have so many TikTok followers, so many Instagram followers. You're doing all of these business and things. And <laughs> I don't think people really understand, like, how much work that is and how much it is to manage and all that stuff. So kind of talk about all that goes into that, the planning, the time management all that stuff yeah um okay so whenever i get asked this question like how do you do it all i really i've shortened my answer into two things and if i don't take naps and i really don't watch tv (laughs) (laughs) me girl but i don't have social media like you do so (laughs) i mean it's not entirely true like obviously i'll sneak maybe sneak a power 20 minute nap in here and there and if i have a free night i would love to watch a tv show or a good game or something but um i really do that with all the being said i really do just have to you have to prioritize and make your time super super efficient so other that's like sneaking in 20 minutes of studying here so that i can do 20 minutes of filming here or planning out like i plan i try to plan out my weeks here's my my little planner right here actually <laughs> and i love wow. to the written planner yeah yeah so i'll just say like try to be the most efficient I, I this answers your question. I think it will. Um, like yeah. being really efficient with your time and don't leave time gaps. And then on the flip side of it, don't burn yourself out. But literally, something I had to learn was like force yourself to take breaks. And it's still, I mean, that's hard for all of us to do. No matter no matter how busy you are, like it's not in human nature. Like our society is like go 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 go. Be ambitious, be ambitious, be ambitious. But like I actually watched a sermon a while ago, but it's always stuck with me. Um about like there you need to have a sabbath one day of the week and if it mm. can't be can't be sunday then find a different day and if that means doing extra on a different day so that this can be your day of rest and your time with like the lord then you have to create that for yourself otherwise you are going to get burned out like but god right. meant for us to have a sabbath and yes that's just on sunday but like sometimes i play on sunday so that's not my sabbath that's, 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 that's not it yeah 
So I would say like manage your time, but also like force yourself to take breaks and give yourself rest. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. And I, I have think- to start telling my family about the day. Right, I- like if I got a chore list, not no longer. <laughs> it's seven, it's seventh on a Wednesday, if I say so. <laughs> on a Wednesday, Friday, if if I, if it needs to be. Wait to learn. Like, I don't know what reason people really understand. Getting back to the question, like, people, like, that's a job, Anna. Like, you have three jobs. You're a full-time student. You're a full-time athlete. You're doing all this stuff, and, like, it's not easy. And so, you, I, we listened to another podcast that you were on a couple weeks ago, and you talked about your partnership with NIL Limitless, and I guess it's uh, Sean Clifford's NIL company. Yeah. And so, how does being a part of that kind of help you balance all this? Yeah, so being, like, signing with an agency was critical once my like once nil really started to pick up and i did it for myself for about a year and i learned how to do the taxes i learned how to do the negotiations and emails and contracts and that's like a skill that i will always value and i'll gain just like the business savvy like knowledge but eventually got to the point where like i just look look at my emails like i just really like i just despise it and i didn't want to read through contracts and i didn't want the stress of like did I miss something in the contract? Did I, am I signing myself over for something I don't even realize that I'm doing? Oh my and so I got to the point, I was like, you know what, let's just, like, I trusted Sean. I knew him. I knew the people he was working with. So it was a very, like, it was a very easy and comfortable decision for me, which if I had signed someone who I'd never met or was just, like out across the country, like that would have stressed me out even more. <laughs> right. Um. So it, oh, like, it was like Penn State family. They had my back. I had theirs. They were going to like leave me so much of the creative freedom. And that was important to me. So it's been super helpful in managing it all. That, that is awesome. Help. Yeah. That kind of help is so big time. And just having people that are like paid to do that and to help you. That's yeah. Yeah. I always hear like if you're not great at it, like hire an expert. Like it's just yeah. it saves you so much time and so much failure that you don't even need to fail on because someone else is already good at it. So yeah. Um, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. No, you're you're good. Go ahead. I'll just say like with the with Camp Camden, like they didn't make anything off of Camp Camden because like I said, we donated all of it. And that's awesome. Out of the goodness of their heart, I was like, guys, I want this to happen. And they like they made it happen. They got a sponsorship for t-shirts. We got like my root sponsorship to bring food. Then we like poured in everything. And like they didn't make a dime off that. Obviously, like it was fun for it to be like limitless with on all the t-shirts and stuff, but mm-hmm. right. it was just out of, like, they like saw my vision and wanted to help me create it. And it's like things like that that I could have never done the camp without that because I would have had, I wouldn't have known where to start. Like, no, no. Right. Oh my gosh. That is awesome. Not like well, shout out to that freaking limitless. Yeah, for sure. That's the kind of people you want to work for and you want to be attached to. So that's awesome. Yeah. Period. Period. Anna, the other thing that I think is so cool about your brand, um, and this is not a cut at you at like whatsoever, but I didn't play a lot in my college career at all. And that's something I chose and I like Z asked me a few weeks ago, you know, is there anything you regret? Absolutely freaking not. Like I had the best four years of my life, but I didn't play a lot. And I know that you play a lot, but you're not, you know, Miss All American Ajani over there. That's um, weird. And- <laughs> she ate that. Yeah. Um and obviously you mentioned in the beginning, like Penn State is on the ups, but it's not like you guys have won a natty or you guys have consistently won the Big Ten. So you know, like what I think about your brand and, um, you know, you've said this a few times, is just how freaking authentic you are. You talk about anxiety. You talk about um, identity and you talk about your family and like things like that resonate with people. And so talk, talk me through that. Like, is that been something that you've like worked through? Like, 
being more vulnerable and talking about your anxiety and talking about, you know, just like your identity outside of basketball? How have you kind of gotten to the point where you can tell, you know, 300,000 people, you know, today sucks. Like I am on my lady's days and it's 6am alarm. We saw that one. Yeah, girl. I've been there, done that. Been there, done Triggering. That That TikTok was triggering. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god. Remind me it's funny. Okay. After after you answer this, remind me to tell a story. But I need I need to hear your answer on this too. Man, I don't even know where to start with this. First of all, I can't explain every time that like somebody makes that observation about my personal brand. Like just you guys saying this right now. Or like a fan in that comes to our games or anything where they like observe that I am trying to be authentic and trying to share like those parts of my life. It like moves me beyond words. Like it, that's literally why I do that. So first of all, thank you for noticing that. And oh, just that's like that's what I'm trying to be. I um I guess the best way to answer it or to talk about it would be there's a quote that says be who you needed when you were younger, mm-hmm. and that is really what I try to have my social media be. And it's hard, like, there are days when I just want to post the good stuff, or there are days when I just want to post the good photos of me, or um, maybe bring my waist in a little bit with a little photo editor, and, like, I have to let myself do any of that, because I needed, when I was younger, was authenticity. I needed to see women who didn't have perfect bodies, or perfect skin, or, mm. like, yeah. there's, a million, there's a million different things that can explain, like, realistic expectations, but all of them just to say that like I think I had to just think about what I needed and like um sharing my anxiety to show or like or sleeping through 6 a.m like workout like just like it happened like stuff happens and everyone like literally everyone has something they're going through or something about themselves that they despise even if you think they are the most perfect human beings in the world there is something about them that they don't like and they're like that just so like just be proud and happy of who you are because everyone has something i'm kind of blabbing right now but i could literally just think about this world no i love it yeah and just like when when people like comment on like my faith that i share or like i don't know it just i don't know i just want to be real and i want to help people to like i guess okay this is this is a better way to say it all of that ignore i just want to sorry no no i love it when people look at my page I don't want them to lose confidence in themselves. I want them to gain confidence in themselves. Yeah. And mm. there are so many influencers, social media, TikTokers, whatever you want to call it, that I feel like you look at and you lose confidence because of all those is the really good part of their life. And that's not fair to anyone. Not that anyone has a, there's no rule book saying you have to post the ugly, but right. I just, maybe, I don't know, maybe God's calling me to do it. I don't know. There's that. Okay, I'll shut up now. <laughs> wow, don't shut up. That was that was probably like the best five minutes I've ever heard in my life. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. You were saying like be the person you needed when you were younger and not just when you're younger. Like that's people that we need now. Like when I'm feeling bad about myself and not that that's the best, but like I don't want to go on Instagram and lose confidence. And so going to someone and someone that's of such high status, not to blow your head up again, but like to be who you are and to be so authentic, like that makes so many people feel good. And so that's awesome. Like Brene Brown is like our queen. We talk about her all the time. And morning. Oh my God. Talk about it. Oh yeah. Um, and just like to Daring Greatly is one of her books and just like being so boldly brave is Same. <laughs> we read it a few times. Um, and so just for you to, you know, 
show yourself on social media that's that's so brave like that yeah um and i think like with that if you and i know we like talked about stuff outside of basketball but even with basketball like man if my freshman year self got a little summary of what i was going to go through in my four years like uh, she would shock at like how things didn't turn out how we expected or blah 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 blah, blah. and so even just sharing like things that i learned about performance anxiety or like finding your worth in your sport versus finding everything like all of those things i don't know i just hope that they help anyone out there who sees the, the footage or the video yeah amen girl amen um if it makes you feel better i the story i was going to share like just so you feel you know like you're not the worst person in the world um we had a film session so like i said i don't play but there was one game one game in my career where i started and i actually played and only because like seven people were hurt um, but anyways, the next day, thank you, Z. The next day, we had a film session at like 3 p.m. It felt like an off day. And I'm like, oh, can I work out? Well, can I say You're something? In, in Maddie's defense, like, we normally know, like, way ahead of time before we have something. Like, it's not like a day of thing. And they told us that morning that we had film later that afternoon. Just to preface. So, Anna, I went on a run slash walk. I'm talking to my friend from high school, like, on FaceTime. And I get a call from my assistant coach and I, I was like, oh, she's probably, just, I was on a busy stream. I'm like, oh, she probably just passed me. And I just kept talking on the phone and uh, <laughs> then I, I declined it. Yeah. Uh, and so then she called me again. I'm like, oh gosh, maybe she, Meredith needs something. So I answered, I was like, Mayor, what up girl? And she's like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm like by the Lex, like I'm, I'm on a walk. Why? What's up? And she's like, it's 3.04. We had film at three. Like while meanwhile, Anna, the whole team is listening to this on speakerphone in the film room. Was <laughs> tell me you do literally don't have throw up in your mouth right now. Yeah. So then, <laughs> like wait. my stomach is clenching right now. I'm like, I know, I know. Um, I was 0.75 miles away, and like my hair is down, like my little Lulu on. I started running, sprinting, and I made it like fastest I've ever ran, faster than any workout I've ever done. Oh I was gets into the film room and she sits down she's like <laughs> sorry girl <laughs> yeah. so it happens to the best of us you know i had never been uh, you know it, it does it happens to the best of us yeah. but never thought it happened to me either so murder on my mind <laughs> tell us about penn state basketball what's the culture like you know what drew you to be a hometown hero and your coach, um, I know you guys have kind of an interesting relationship, and she, I think you've said that you guys are kind of similar in a few ways. So just tell us what that culture is like and what's it, what's it like playing for a pretty badass female coach, too. Yeah. Um, Penn State basketball, man, we, this is our fourth year. Um, obviously, I'm a fourth year. It's my coach's fourth year. She came in. I did not commit to her, but, like, it was a coaching change right before I came in, which I've always said was, like, the biggest blessing in disguise because she's been very influential in my life over these past four years as as any coach would be but i think just as a as a woman like as a strong courageous woman in general <clears throat> but yeah we i mean from a wins and losses x and o standpoint we're nowhere near where we want to be and i think we're nowhere near where we deserve to be so we're still waiting for all of our work to come to fruition that is just faith and keeping your head down and just continuing to work um which obviously can get frustrating as all athletes know um, from a culture standpoint, I mean, I love my teammates. I love our program. It's it's Penn State is my home away from home. I like literally bleed blue and white, and I wouldn't have wanted to do my four years anywhere else, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. My relationship with Coach, like we've been through, man, we have been through so much together. I've been 
um, a captain since my sophomore year. And sophomore year was the COVID year. And that, man, there was a lot that went down that year. I think just in terms of testing and like we had a barely new team and a lot of freshmen. And I was a first year like captain trying to figure out how the heck I was going to lead this group. Like there was a lot going on, but we've definitely like Coach Keys and I have been through a lot. And I think we have a bond for life just because of that. And so I'm really thankful for her and I'm thankful for my entire team in the program. And sorry, not just not to interrupt anyone, but really quickly, talk about the PRIDE acronym that you guys have in your program. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so guys, so you're giving me a little quiz right now. Good thing I know it. (laughs) (laughs) P is passion, which stands for bring the juice. And juice is what we refer refer to as like energy. It stands for jacked up insane continuous energy. So anytime we talk about juice, like bring like love that. Oh my goodness. I'm going to have you text what's down here. I got you. I got you. So that's passion. R is respect, which is the platinum rule. Treat others how they want to be treated. I is investment. Whatever it takes. We're committing to do whatever it takes. Um, D is discipline. Execute the plan. Whether that's a scouting report, whether that's a drill, like execute whatever plan you're given. And then E is excellence. Give your best every day. So that is pride. Um, Obviously, our mascot is the Nittany Lions and lions hunt in prides. Like you, your pride of mine. Oh, I love that. That was freaking and, brilliant. We're going to have to show that to Coach Kriegs later. Yeah. I just have to say, like, regardless of wins and losses and all that stuff, like, you knowing that word for word, for word and being able to recite that just speaks okay. to your guys' culture so much and how much you care. And that's going to mean way more to you and the program 10 years from now than anything else will. So that was really impressive. And I love that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Of course. All right, Anna, we got one last question for you. And I think I'm really excited about this because after talking to you for this past, like, 25 minutes, I think this answer is going to be so elite. So <laughs> what is one piece of advice that you would give to everyone listening right now? Oh, my gosh. Okay. It's <laughs> hard to pick one thing. I always struggle with picking one thing. But I already said the being who you need when you were younger. So we're scratching that out yeah, there. Scratch that. Um, oh, my gosh. Okay. I think what... I, sorry, it's really hard for me to pick. But I think... No, take your time. Don't take criticism from someone you wouldn't take advice from. And we're like, I know people, sometimes I feel like some people have heard that, sometimes they haven't. But my gosh, if I had been told that a couple of years earlier than when I first did, I would <laughs> a lot of anxiety. And that being said, like, just makes so much sense. Like, why, if, I, if I'm not going to seek advice from you, why would I care what your negative opinion is? Mm, right. So for fans, that can go for any social media hate comments, that can go for ex-boyfriend that can go for <laughs> a mean girlfriend like whatever it is that is getting you down or your criticism and making you question yourself or question your worth like if you're not gonna take a direction on person don't take the criticism from that and there's not many people all be honest that i would take real genuine advice from so it frees me living by that frees me up um, a lot to slow out all the outside outside noise Wow, that's the elite answer I was looking for. <laughs> Girl, that was so good. This whole I've never heard that, but keep me up way good. too much right now. Like my head is like it should be. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. It should be. Your head is in my room right now. <laughs> yeah, it should be. Um, Anna, this was a pleasure. Like this was our honor that you were able to hop on and like even in the beginning, like you are so focused on basketball right now. So the fact that you took a few minutes and did this with us, like we appreciate it so much. And we just hope that I hope every little girl can hear this episode and episodes after this and just 
Yeah. We're so much more than our sport. And that's why we want to do this and show people who we are outside of our sport. So thank you again. Thank you so much, Anna. That was awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me. This was such a joy to be on. I appreciate it. And kick ass against uh, Minnesota this week. Minnesota. 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 Go get after. We'll be watching. The things, guys. (laughs) All right. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.